This podcast is brought to you in part by The Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. to another episode of the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I am your host, Derek, and it is time for another edition of the, the Monthly, Monthly Comics Cast, cast. which means, of course, that I have with me the cosmic comic guru, Dario. Hello. And the world's greatest sidekick, Paul. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Excellent. So since this is for the month of October, how is uh, how is everybody's Halloween? Oh, it's mine was, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mine was not existent. Unfortunately, uh, we uh, we it, gave it, out candy to some kids, kids and all stuff. All grown but, up, so yeah, they was. Mm, Do you have kids in your no, neighborhood? Some. We have YouTube. We have thirty thirty to seventy five. So we just kept the lights off. Wow. <laughs> really, that's a lot of kids. Yeah, so because right around, right around the corner is is a fire station. Mm -hmm. So they hit the fire station and then they go around the neighborhood. Mm. Yeah. Did you not want to do it because of COVID, or you were just like, whatever? I don't want to do it this year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, the hell with it. I did yeah. my time. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. My wife made these little bags of candy and, and we left them out on a, on a table. And, uh, you know, when each kid came by, we said, take a bag. Did it you have a BB out. gun and uh, the crab too? Huh? <laughs> Did you have a BB gun and the crab too? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> get, get I want you little bastard. <laughs> shoot it right, right out of their hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shoot your eye out. I'm surprised he doesn't like the kid comes to his door and and he like steals his candy. <laughs> hey kid, let me see what you got there in that bag. <laughs> What's the disc bass? He gave you a chunky bar. <laughs> <laughs> I like chunky. What's wrong with chunky bars, man? Chunky bars are like just a blob of chocolate <laughs> and raisins. <laughs> Don't they? They have nuts too, right? Yeah, that's why they're always in the bottom shelf, like covered in dust, and nobody touches them. I like them. <laughs> <laughs> right next to, the, right next to the the old Henry bars. I like those they too. Still, they still make old Henrys. I don't know. Just I'm not. Good buy. I'm not up on my candy. What? This well, is a candy said, <laughs> It is now. <laughs> Actually, the chunky, the chunky candy. Bar. The chunky candy bar is sitting right next to right next to the circus peanuts. 
Oh yeah, those are disgusting. Yeah. Those are <laughs> I always, I always. They should have um, just used those. I know. I use. I always. Um, whenever I see circus peanuts, I always test myself to see how many I can eat before I get sick. It's usually one and a half. <laughs> well, do you prefer that's circus what? peanuts or peeps? Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't like either. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Like you. But I think if I had to eat, <clears throat> I think if I had to eat something, I'd eat a peep. I'd stab to death. It's <laughs> <laughs> too funny. I don't know. Stale circus peanuts aren't too bad. <laughs> they lose all their flavor. <laughs> what little they have. That's funny. But anyway, um, you know, to say happy Halloween, uh, we do have some treats for you here, and that means it's time for our reviews. So, uh, here's a quick little reminder of how our review system works. Warning, warning, warning. We here at the Monthly Comics Cast have our own special rating system based on the greatest weapon in all of comicdom, the, the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Starting with zero, which be, would be a completely empty and useless gauntlet, going through the various stones, one through six, finished off by the greatest rating you could possibly get, a full infinity gauntlet. And of course, that would make four stones about average. So there you have it. Oh, and one more thing. We're probably going to spoil some things during our reviews. So uh, just make sure you keep that in mind. And if you don't want anything spoiled before you read the comic, then. Uh... Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> All right. So um, I actually don't have anything to review this month. I just couldn't. <laughs> I, I had a, a couple of options. One I didn't finish and one ended up not really being that great. So um. I'll hand it over to you guys. That's a review right there. You just have to say it. Ready? <laughs> yeah, true. I could have, yeah. Um, so, uh, who wants to go first? Paul, how many did you have? I got I got three. I, have, I also have three. So, you want to go first? If not, I'll go. It's no big deal. Age before did beauty. You're the group, did you the group guru? The guru? Go right ahead. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. Okay, so first up, what do I got? I have, let's start with this one. Image Comics put out a book this month called Scumbag. Hmm. It's written by various people, not one person. Um, as usual, the hunt for credits page begins. <laughs> last page. Is it the first page? It's the last page. Uh, I don't know how to say this guy's last name. Rick. Reminder? Remender? Remender. Remender. So it's written by Rick Remender. The artist is Louis LaRosa. That's spelled L-A-R-O-S-A. Mm. Colors are Moreno Descindo. And it's put out by Image Comics. I don't normally like the, this writer that much. I mean, I, I yeah. read some of his things and they've been okay, but... I don't even normally love his stuff, but this is really kind of an over-the-top, kind of a crazy book. Mm. Um, Art-wise, I love the art, and I love the coloring in this book. It's really, really cool. Um, so he starts off, 
the narrator is telling the story about a character, and his name is Ernie Ray Clementine, and he is a scumbag. (laughs) (laughs) He is not a good guy. He's basically homeless. He takes every drug that exists. He owes the people money. Uh, basically, he's always looking for the next the next high. And the story begins with him wandering into a club, trying to go to his trying to go to his dealer and and get another fix. And they they show just kind of how scummy he is. Like he he walks in and he greets the the prostitutes that are at the bar and and isn't nice to them. <laughs> <laughs> They're not nice to him. Uh, he's like scratching his armpits right in front of people. Uh, he doesn't have enough money to pay for his fix, so he's walking. He's, 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 instead of leaving, he goes and he steals money from the uh, the Salvation Army tin that's on the bar, and he gives it to the guy, so he's able to get his drugs. And then he goes and shoots. Well, he doesn't shoot up, but he starts to get ready to shoot up. And there's actually kind of a gross scene here that that he defecates in public. Oh, jeez. And... He's getting his getting his needle ready, and he drops it, and it rolls off, rolls off. So it's two pages of him chasing after his needle, rolling down the street, huh. until it rolls around the corner into an alleyway. And in the alleyway, there are these two people in the middle of a heated combat. One's a big guy in a in a in a you know in a James Bond white tux kind of a thing, and his other one's this this girl that's basically almost like in a superhero. Uh, Mortal Kombat fighting costume, mm-hmm. and they're, they're going all out, and they're uh, they're very clearly, you know, giving away all this information while they're in their fight. Like the woman <laughs> announces that she that, that that she will get the formula Maxima, and it belongs to Scorpius. So uh-huh. you know that, and uh, and uh, they know each other, and so these two agents are fighting, and uh, Eugene kind of crawls into the alley. And he sees his needle lying there. And when he sees the two people fighting, he he hallucinates that the woman is a Medusa and the dude is a leprechaun. <laughs> so, so he's like, Medusa, leave that leprechaun alone. <laughs> so this fight's going on. And he kind of like crawls in and he's trying to go for his needle some more. And uh, because he yelled that out, he distracted the other guy. And the the female agent kills the good agent, and she reaches into his pocket and pulls out this hypodermic needle, which is what they're fighting over, and it's filled with something that's called Project Maxima. And before she can like pocket it, uh, it gets knocked out of her hands. And what do you think happens? It rolls towards Eugene, mm-hmm. who oh, God. Eugene's looking at it, and then and then the other. The good guy agent recovers from the fight, right? He's bleeding and stuff. He's hurt, but he beats the, he kind of fights the other girl off. And he looks down and he sees the needle and he grabs it and he takes it and he jams it into his chest, <laughs> pushes the plunger. And then he starts like freaking out. And he's like, Oh, I have the power now. I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you down. I'm going to take your organization <laughs> down. And then he realizes that he took the heroin <laughs> <laughs> and it immediately collapses. <laughs> oh, God. And Eugene has, has has the other needle in his hand, and he's like, "Stupid leprechaun took my needle!" And he, <laughs> he, shoots up, he shoots up the other stuff, and uh, basically, it's full of what I can gather. It's full of a bunch of nanites that changes his DNA, so he has powers and stuff, but he doesn't know that yet. Uh-huh. But one of the things that it does is it puts him on a wavelength where 
he can talk to the spy organization that is after this thing. Mm. So he immediately sees a projection of this woman who's thinks she had been talking. She should be talking to the James Bond character. And, uh, and then she's like, where is he? Where is he? And the, he's like, Oh, are you looking for the leprechaun? The leprechaun's <laughs> dead. <laughs> so he thinks he's having a hallucination. She starts to freak out. She's like, well, well, if he gave you that needle, that must mean that he trusted you and that, and that you're the, <laughs> The only person who can that, that we can rely on right now, and he's like, "Yep, <laughs> <laughs> sure thing." So it turns out that there's uh, like a series of bombs planted in the city, and that they needed this, they needed this in order to take care of the take care of all the all the bombs from going off. So she's like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna do?" So she tries to convince him to help, and he's like, "I, I, I can't help you." And she's like, "You gotta help. You have all those powers now. I can walk you." through it you gotta do this and he's like uh i can't do it she's like well we'll pay you and he's like oh well you'll pay me he's like i want to i want to trans am she goes uh yeah we can, get, we can get you a trans am he goes and a sex doll and she's like well, all right <laughs> he's like and i want a case of i want a case of schlitz <laughs> and, I want, and i want some more heroin so he gives her this laundry list of stuff that is insane. And then finally he's like, Oh, I want the Trans Am to fly. I want to fly in Trans Am. <laughs> <laughs> so she's desperate to get him to help. And she just agrees to it all. And then and then that's basically it. And this that's how this thing ends. But she's just like, um, the fate of the city is in the hands of this degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was pretty funny. I don't know if it's gonna survive as a series, but the little write up at the back um is uh, about how the the spy organization, you know, that they're like, all right, this is a guy that has that has the powers now. We have to give him a code name, so they automatically gave him the code name Scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called that. Um, I, like I said before, I loved the art in this book. I thought it was really really good. I thought the pacing and the humor was pretty good. Um, I think I think uh, I I don't want to give this a five. It's five is above average, right? Yeah. I don't want to give it a five because because it's because it's a subject matter, but I'm gonna. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, five stones, nice. Come back, it's a five. Very nice. So it it sounds like it sounds like shame shameless meets James Bond. Yeah, probably. I haven't read Shameless, but I've read I've read other comics where it's just degenerates doing degenerate things. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad, not um, bad. Again, I don't know if that's a miniseries or not, but it says, the scumbag, the world's fate rests in the worst per- person on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next book on my list is from Black Caravan, which is a press, I don't know, actually, is it from, it's from Scout Comics. That's the imprint. Hmm. And it's a sub-imprint called Black Caravan. It's a book called Phantom... Star Killer. You guys probably can't even see that with this light in here. You see that's that cover at all? It's very like, yeah. very like, nineteen eighties rock, rock and rock kind of like, I don't know, like rock metal kind of look. So it's created, written, and colored by Peter Goral, which is spelled G O R A L, of the Killer Bootlegs, hmm. and it's illustrated by Joseph Shamalki. S C H M A L K E. Schmalky, yeah, sure. Why not? 
Yeah, right. So it's like I said, it's from Scout Comics and the sub imprint of Black Caravan. And it's a space adventure that centers around um, kind of like a bounty hunter, but it's not really a bounty hunter. He, let's see if I can find the names of his characters here. Um, let's see. It's, it, you can you can very quickly see the um, the fact that it's kind of leaning heavy in the Star Wars. Mm. Um, the emperor, there's a character that would be like the emperor, and he's called the Count. <laughs> and where is his name? Hold on. I think I'd be ready for this. Phantom Star Killer. The dude's name. Oh, so the uh, Count Count Drago is. The person how who original. Kind, of, yeah. kind of the stand-in emperor. What's that? He so said how, how original. original. Wait, wait. Yeah, well, a lot of this stuff isn't super original, but it was just it was just fun to read. Um, the character is he's got a skull face, and he's got a, like a Darth Vader kind of control pad on his chest. He wears a red hood and a blue cape, and <laughs> and I'm never gonna find this guy's name. Apparently, um, sure. Why don't we? Yeah, he does. Why don't, we just, why don't we just call him Goth Skeletor? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, his mission is to go to collect the gem. So he goes to a planet, lands, there's a bunch of guards there. They all recognize who he is. Um, and they're obvious, like, stormtrooper kind of ripoffs. And he just cuts through them with his lightsaber. And this is where it becomes more obvious of a ripoff is that. He uses the term, the the phrase, "All I see around me is is fear and dead men," and that's directly from the Darth Vader comic. I don't know if you read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they, you know, while they're, they're telling him that he needs to take off the mask, he's like, "It's not a mask. This is my face." So he's a he's kind of like a a lich almost. And he goes through and he kills all these guys, and he has a flashback to his secret origin where we find out that he was a. He was one of the best bounty hunters in the galaxy until his friend betrayed him. And he was put in jail all the way up to when he was about to die. And then Count Drago grabbed him and cast evil magics on him and turned him into Phantom Star Killer, the freaking name of the book. And I'm struggling to find out what his name is. <laughs> 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 He's saying I give rise to my servant to take the spectacular. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Generally, I felt like this book was kind of a kind of a kind of a ripoff of everything else that I've ever read, but I I like the simple art. Um and I, I kinda like what one of the other things that kind of really sold me on it, besides the simple art, was the fact that and again it's the lighting in my apartments terrible you can't see this but they have created toy ads for toys that i don't think exist oh wow so you can get, you can get the phantom star killer action figure or the, the count drago action figure or you can get iron-ons for t-shirts if you want to mail away for an iron-on <laughs> uh, these actually may exist i'd have to go to scout comics and they have ads for like um rubber masks and stuff that you can get and then there's a qr code there's a qr code that you can scan and it brings you to a uh, huh. uh, to a curated rock and roll list that they want you to listen to while you're reading the book. Oh wow! And I did that, and it was pretty cool. Really? <laughs> it's just a lot of, like thrash 
thrash metal. Oh, cool! <laughs> I'm reading this. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I, I mean, it, it, it was that kind of a secondary experience that made me want to actually talk about this book. I thought it was wow. pretty neat. It's a one shot. They're gonna do um, a book for his master account, Drago, and then I think they're gonna do one other book. So it's not an ongoing series, but it's neat and it's it's interesting to try and try comics outside of Marvel and DC. Yeah. Still, I give it I give it a three because mm-hmm. not amazing. Mm-hmm. I give it a five for its marketing as far its interior marketing and what it, you know and all the other stuff it does. Right. But story wise, it's three. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Would you would you give it would you give it a four if you could find a name? No, I'm never gonna find a name. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. There's a name in here somewhere. Wait for it. <laughs> you gotta get that on a loop. So <laughs> we're gonna have to do this we're gonna have to do this as a two potter, hey. Yeah. <laughs> he has a human name. The that's quest like, for the name. That's probably like Bob or something. Like, yeah, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> you right, Gene. For that. Yeah. yeah. The next thing I've got is from Marvel Comics. You may have heard of them. Nope. I'm talking about Iron Man issue number oh, one. It's on block. What's that? <laughs> Marvel. That's the new. That's the new kid on the block. Yeah, I don't know. I never heard of them. So Marvel, Iron, Iron Man. Writer is Christopher Cantwell, or Cantwell, C-A-N-T-W-E-L-L. <clears throat> the artist is just one word, Kafu, C-A-F-U. Kafu? Never heard of this person. Me either. Color artist is Frank Diamarda. The letterer is VC's Joe's Caramella, Caramaga. We, we know him. He does everything. Well, you know him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the designer for the new armor is Alex Ross. That's kind of reasons mm. the reason why I wanted to get it because mm. <clears throat> Alex Ross redesigned it and I liked the way it looked. So I hadn't been reading Iron Man. I kind of started to read Iron Man 2020 at the beginning of the year, but when the year of 2020 became such a dumpster fire, mm. I think that that Iron Man series kind of followed suit and just was terrible. So I stopped reading. It. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I don't know. I maybe didn't give it a fair shot, but all the intro books into it, I was. I had zero interest in it, so mm. I gave it a shot. I didn't like it, um, but Tony's back. Apparently, he had been dead again. So if you're <laughs> if you're a hero, yeah, dead again, right? If you're a hero in Marvel and you come back to life, what are some of the ways you can come back to life? Just give me some give me some shout outs. Um, you just show up. That's one. Okay, <laughs> what's that? Next, you make a deal with Mephisto. That's one, but that's not it. What's next? <laughs> um, you are reborn in a new body. That's it. Ah, yes. Success. So apparently they cloned a new body. Maybe they're not really clear on that. <laughs> I think he says it's a cloned body. Um, and his, I guess his consciousness had been downloaded into something because Tony Stark, and then they put that that copy of his consciousness. Into the new clone body because Tony Stark, and now he's alive again. So, oh boy, <laughs> it would have been it, it would have been better if he if he came back in a clone of Paper Pots. Oh, ah, Paper Pots, Pepper Pops, Pepper Pots. <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you how. I tell you how much I read Iron Man. 
you know, the pots woman. <laughs> you know, the so, Campbell soup guy. Yeah. So the story opens up with uh, a lot of over narration of, of Tony Stark as he's mm. kind of talking to his new onboard AI for his armor. And he's wearing his, his, his the armor he was currently wearing before he died or when he died. And he's fighting Terax the Destroyer. So he bashes him through his building, uh, takes him out of space, accidentally hits a, uh, a satellite that's in space, but he's able to uh, get Terax the Destroyer off the planet within two pages, which is great because nobody wants Terax on the planet. Sure. And Tony goes to his uh, Twitter account and he updates it that, that, that Terax has been evicted from the solar system and is no longer a threat to the Earth. Yay. And everybody's like, everybody's like, cool, man, but you destroyed my TV satellites. So now I have no TV. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all the responses to his tweet are how they don't have TV or internet because they have. <laughs> and he's just like, whatever. And then he, sell, he sells off his shares of, uh, of, of uh, Stark International. So he's no longer part of them. But he takes that money and he reinvests it. So it's not like he's destroying the economy. By 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 like doing whatever he's doing with the stocks, he makes a point of trying to make sure the economy stays okay. But people still make fun of him. Like he tweets what he's doing, and everyone's like, "Ah, whatever, Tony." Blah blah blah. <laughs> and then as the issue goes on, he's trying more and more to just kind of separate himself from his past life because he's having a little bit of a crisis because he's been reborn in this new body. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's actually one page where he meets uh, the Wasp. And the wasp was like, oh, I just wanted to let you know that we're bro- broken up. Uh, I know you've been away for a while. We're broken <laughs> up. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Real nice. And so he's like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so she takes <laughs> and he buys this, he buys this, this hot rod, this, old, this uh, vintage hot rod. And he takes it to a street race and he, and he, and he goes on, you know, he bets a lot of money and go, does a, does a Fast and the Furious style street race and loses. Mm. And then the show more of his existential crisis. He goes and throws a party inviting all of his high tech friends and leaves with the, with uh, Hellcat who shows up. Yeah. Um, and then he sets off uh, um, an EMP in his apartment to destroy all their tech. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> so she's like, she's like, why'd you do that? He's like, ah, they didn't deserve all that tech. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But he goes into their basement. He goes into, 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 into his garage and he shows off his new, his new suit. And his new suit is very reminiscent of his original suit. Mm. Um, you get any kind of light on this? You guys can see that at all? Maybe. Oh, yeah. A little bit. So it's very right. reminiscent of his original, his original gold suit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like I like it a lot. I think it's really cool. And then they take it off for a flight. Him and Hellcat just fly off. and um, But they run into Unicorn. You know who Unicorn is? One of his one of his original villains is a dude who I think he's not doesn't wear a shirt. It's hard to tell if his shirt is flesh-colored or not. <laughs> but he's got a unicorn tattoo on his chest. And he's got a helmet that fires a beam from his head, which is the only reason why he's called Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're going to fire a weapon, if you're going to fire a weapon, and you might also fasten it to your head. That's what I mean. That's what I meant. Certainly, yes. So anyway, they're like, "Oh, this is great. This is like this is like uh, vintage days. Let's go fight Unicorn." <laughs> and it turns out that he's under the influence of some uh, greater power 
that is um, like basically calling itself a messiah. Oh. And it's controlling him to steal a book from the library. And so Tony stops him. And uh, that's basically how that particular issue ends. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to touch on issue two for a second. Because in issue two, in the first two panels, we find out that a year before Tony is re- resurrected, um, there's a guy that was able to revive a character that we very recently talked about, Korvac. Oh. So I don't know if Korvac is going to be the bad guy, but Korvac might be the long-term bad guy for Tony Stark right now. Hmm. Um, so issue one of Iron Man, his return, the, the, the debut of a new outfit, still only give it a three, I think. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was great. I give the art a five. I thought the art was great. I give the I give the new design for his armor a five, but the uh, the storyline I didn't I didn't dig it too much. Part of it's the fact that I don't think I've, I've ever been really a huge Iron Man fan. Yeah, the movie right. movie Iron Man's pretty good. Yeah, come on, even with Unicorn. Yeah, well, Unicorn actually made me want to buy it. I was like, <laughs> what Unicorn? That guy with the freaking opera sleeves because he's got sleeves that run all the way up his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, and I knew their names, which was good. I didn't have to guess. Right. Uh, Tony, uh, Tony, uh, Tony. Uh, I'll figure it out. Tony uh, Snark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, that's it. For my reviews. All right, Paul. Your turn. Yay. <laughs> All right. So the first one I got. It's it's four. Books. It it was from the Black Label from DC. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see it. It's the um the question. Yeah, I wanted to read that. Okay, it's by um it's the question: the death of Vic Sage. Um, the writer is Jeff Lemire. Um, the pencils is by Danny Cowell, C O W A N. The inks are by Bill Sinkowinski. Kowinski. Sinkowinski. Yeah, him. <laughs> uh, colors is by uh, uh, Chris Sotomayor. And the lettering is by Schubert. Schubert? And Schubert. Sherbert. <laughs> right. Mm, the Schubert. Raspberry Sherbert, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty much a dip. It was pretty much. How back in the '80s they had they had the question, yeah, and it pretty much is picked up from there. Mm. Oh, really? Art wise and everything, mm. they yeah. all, they got they got they got to go do the flat the old, the flashback of past lives that they that he's had, right? Like he was out in the wild west. Um, he befriended a, a African American that was being accused of a crime that he that he did not commit mm. and that ended up ended up like the lynch mob killed him and he kept flashing back to and from past and present because he found out that his girlfriend his girlfriend's brother was leaving was the dawn of the of a local mafia mm. in the city and he set out to stop him but he got his butt. He got his butt handed to him. 
So who's the one person? Who's the one person he goes to? You know, for help. Uh, Richard. No, Richard Dragon. Who's Richard Dragon? Richard Dragon had a short had a short series in the late seventies, early eighties. He was like the he was like the um the DC equivalent to Iron Fist. Okay. Hmm. You know, Richard Dragon, mm-hmm. uh, Street Fighter or whatever you okay. want to call yeah. it. Yeah. And to show him the way so he could be all Zen again. <laughs> so he could go out and stop the brother to stop the you know, to stop his girlfriend's brother. And it just it just carried through the whole four books. And I mean the art looks yeah, let me see if I can the art I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. Looks good. It looks like Neil kinda looks like Neil Adams stroking out. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know the. the well, you realize that uh, Bill Sukavich, when, when Bill Sukavich tries tries to draw like Neil Adams, he can draw a lot like Neil Adams. He's very similar. Yeah. He has his own style now, which is way better. It's, but it's like dealing. It's like dealing with Greg Land. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you're welcome. But uh, all in all. As a as the four book series, I give it a one. Really? Wow! You didn't like it that much? Interesting. Nope. Well, so was he? Were they trying the to story? say that he 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 lived past lives? Is that what they were trying to say? Yeah. No, I don't like you that know, either. Yeah. You uh. know, like when they had when they had um him, Doctor uh no him, Phantom Stranger and uh Pandora. Yeah. It's sort of like that. Oh, right. Okay. I got gotcha. The so Trinity, right then, the Trinity right of then, something. Mm. Throw, throw book one into the corner and call it a day, but I feel like you would, you know, give it a shot. Wow. And you made it through yeah, all four of them. I wish I did. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So. All right. I'm going to the, give it to the local, to the local goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> we are sitting in a, in a basket in the corner some little kid will over and grab it and be like mommy mommy I want to read this this guy yeah. forever because of your tossed away comic you're welcome <laughs> alright my next one it was all DC okay right now it's all DC alright not, so it's not good if so they're all the second, ones the second part the second part of how can DC fail me now? <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. This one. Mm. <laughs> oh, so you bought a Nightwing book? This one is. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, they, they were doing they were doing this, an amazing Spider-Man story. <laughs> this one is, is Death Metal Universe's End. Uh, I read that one. I bought the, I bought the Arthur Adams cover that had the that had the Captain Carrot on it because there was no way I was not going to buy Captain Carrot. Yeah, I'm happy for you. This is this is from. I won't mention any. I won't mention his name as a recommendation, but his initials is Dario. <laughs> oh, we <read> did. <laughs> you didn't like it. Yeah. I, I got a feeling you didn't like it. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. No. I don't know. You Sounds like you enjoyed it. Do you see it? Yeah. I give it a zero. Oh, right. wow. Here we go. Here we go. I'm not even going to give the credits. All right. Here we go. 
dunk. <laughs> right? Good old DC Comics living up to their their fantastic, fantastic <laughs> reputation. <laughs> All right. The only thing that did catch my eye that I liked was another black was another black label book. It was Hellblazer Rise and Fall. Yeah. Um can you see the cover? Trash. Well, that's, well, cool. actually, that's a good cover. Um the story was from Tom Taylor. The art was by Derek with a D. He spelled it D-A-R-I-C-K. I mean, how many times do you have to spell Derek a different goddamn way? All right? <laughs> it's the multiverse of Derek. Right? It's almost as bad as a bad Nightwing. Oh, wait a minute. There's no such thing as a bad Nightwing story. Uh-huh. Um, the color is by Diego Rodriguez. Lettering is by Daron Bennett. The cover is by uh, Derek Robinson. It's the D-A-R-C Derek. Oh, I know That's Derek Robinson, yeah. Not personally, yeah, but... He's on, the council, he's on the council of Derek's with you, isn't he? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like some, some secret society. <laughs> So what it is, it's, it starts off with John Constantine's brush. Okay. I got to get a bigger screen. Yeah. But um, it, co- it pretty much, it's like a pot, pieces of his childhood. You meet a couple of his friends. Um, you meet his father that's like a total, total scumbag. No, oh, that was not, the other book. Not, yeah, I know. <laughs> So they they got got young Johnson Constantine figuring in his freaking English schoolboy outfit. Mm -hmm. He's little knickers. (laughs) I see him. (laughs) All right, he had a friend. He had had like two friends, and they were over, you know, by the uh, by the levee. Just, you know, smoking cigarettes and throwing stones and pondering life's questions <clears throat> in torrential rain. What happens? Oh, the levee breaks. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. Freaking Led Zeppelin all the way. <laughs> John, the three kids get washed, get swept, get swept into the levee. One of them grabs John and pulls him, pulls him out. But one of them, one of them didn't make it, so one died. So he's kind of haunted by that. Mm-hmm. And then it shoots to the lo and behold, it shoots to when they're all grown up. And then he meet he he runs into his friend that saved him. Mm-hmm. And now she, now she's like a detective for the London police. And they start having they start having these uh weird killings. I don't know if I can get it on the thing for you, but what it is is the guy's like dressed says an angel, okay? He's dressed on an angel, but he's impaled on top of a church. Hmm. <clears throat> so 
Lo and behold, what did I do? She tried reaching out to get John's attention so uh, he could help her. And it all leads back to sort of like a ghost story. Okay. And it's it, it seems to be like the younger, the kid that died mm-hmm. is back to give him grief. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I like it. I like the artwork. I like the story. The art's really nice. I looked through the book of the store. Because not many, not many stories you get of of his of his childhood, like mm-hmm. how he, right. like how he. The only thing I had a problem with is it's bi monthly, mm. so it's not out till like probably the end of this month. It came this one came out in September, and it says the next one's out in uh, book two on sale in November, and usually yeah. it's that. Book two came out, I think. No, wait, I could be wrong. It's not out yet. I lied. It's not out yet. Well, I got to pick that up. So I'll let you know how that is. But I liked it. I like this one a lot. Wow. All right. And I, um, I would have to get, I would have to give it a five. Wow. Nice. That's good. That's really good. So that's better. Better than the zero and the one you just handed out. I know. I was going to say, to recap, we got a one, a zero, and a five from Paul. (laughs) Now, lately, I haven't been too happy with with DC. mm. With the stuff they've been putting out. It's like nothing but crap. I mean, I wouldn't even even wipe my ass with a half the shit. (laughs) With half the stuff they put out. (laughs) I've liked some of it. I mean, obviously, I liked I liked that 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 uh, multiverse one that I, that I re- uh, recommended to you, but you didn't like it. But I like Captain well, Care. Well, as I as I stated before, through the years, okay, Dario, yeah, your standards of, yeah. your standards have been going going like <laughs> down slope. You know, Rapid. I gotta I gotta read comics, so I don't care if they're bad. I gotta. Read. <laughs> <laughs> at least you, you know, maybe start picking out picking out the good ones, you know. Now you I, I have a no, I'm serious. He goes to me, he goes to me at the comic book store, here you gotta read this. <laughs> I go, I'm not reading any of this death metal because it doesn't interest me. No, but you gotta read this. <laughs> yeah. Five five dollars later, I'm like, are you kidding me? So that was the only death metal book you read? Yes. Yeah. Because I read the first, I first, uh, just the metal series. Yeah. I was not impressed at all. Yeah, at me all. either. I didn't yeah. like that, but I do like death metal. I think death metal's pretty good. I still gotta read. I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm so hesitant. I'm so pissed off at DC right now. I'll, Don't worry. You got two I'm months worth of worth of future state coming up. <laughs> I still gotta. Do, I still gotta. I read book two and three of the jo- of the three jokers. Oh, strap yourself in for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I finished it. I do too. I don't I don't think you're gonna like it. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Here we go. Did you read <laughs> issue one? I seen I seen the previews yet, no. for the for the future state mm-hmm. that you just mentioned. Yeah. And I'm on the fence about that. I'm getting all of it. Um I'm looking forward to the next Batman and I'm I'm looking forward to not Superman World at War, but the one that focuses on his son. Mm. And I'm looking forward to the the new Wonder Woman book 
coming out. And then everything else, I'm just going to read because I read all of it. Um, and I get a, obviously a discount on comics, but uh, obviously the thing is, it's only a two month event. I don't think it's going to have any lasting impact. Like comics never have any lasting impact anymore. Um, it's, yeah. it's what, it's what came out of Dan DeDio's, you know, trying to do the new 5g thing. Right. And yeah. it get lost out the door, but they had all this stuff. So they did it anyway, but they just did it differently. So, mm. Mm. so pretty much, pretty much Dan Dio. Uh, what's that saying? Is Dan Dio is gone, but his memory wing is on. <laughs> yeah. 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 It wing is on like bad cheese. <laughs> well, I mean, they paid, they paid for all that art ahead of time and all that stuff. So they had to use it. They could have just sure, throw it out. Sure. I mean, they could, but AT&T, AT&T was probably like, we paid what? What? Use it. What? <laughs> use what? it all. Use it. <laughs> And then they, then they turn around and say, why are you guys sucking so bad? Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're telling us to use it. So we're someone, using it. Someone told me, someone told me that uh, DC is now focusing on hiring only movie writers now. Uh, hmm. uh, movie that, 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 and now Paul's gone. So <laughs> you're both back. Hey, hey, there he is. <laughs> Sorry, wait. Someone told me that the hiring writers are only they're only writers from entertainment industry. Right. Uh, um, I have mixed many mixed feelings about that. Yes. So. Many, many. They gotta do feelings. something. I mean, in the last seriously, okay, seriously, in the last five years, name me one book that that DC put out that is good standings. I like Doomsday Clock. I mean, it took forever for it to come out, but I liked it. I thought, the, I thought it was written well, and I thought the art was great. I'm still enjoying Batman. And uh, there must be something else I read from them. Thinking, thinking, thinking. What's that character's name again? Thinking, thinking, thinking. Lightning. <laughs> Phantom Starkiller. That's it. It's <laughs> yeah. <way> Shock. Because <laughs> the only ones I've really been reading in DC is Batman, Detective, and Nightwing. Yeah. Well, I haven't touched. I haven't touched. Open. I haven't cracked open a detective comic since it, the one thousandth episode. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the Batman. That last bat. The Batman one hundred. Mm, yeah. Well, I don't care. Is why can't they do? They can't have a writer that can't write past thirty-two pages. You know what I'm saying? Then they got to throw in another story, and then they. They have to throw in another story because they can't do anything past 32 pages. Then their minds go blank. What are you it talking about? A regular like 30... ongoing book? Are you talking about that that special king size one? The special king size one. You would think that they would do something spectacular. Yeah, that was so... not spectacular. Although they had that, they had that uh, Batman story where he kind of reverted back to the 1940s Batman for a minute. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. And that's so that's uh, that's only there because it was supposed to be in the freaking free comic book day book, FYI. Uh, yeah. mm. It's interesting when you hear all the stuff and you're like, ah, crap. Or should I didn't <laughs> notice behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that's going to do it for our reviews for this month. As I said, I don't have anything. So uh, we wanted to, we thought that since. Um, Halloween just passed that we might uh delve into 
uh, a little bit of the world of Marvel horror comics. Now, horror comics have always been, um, well, especially back in the olden days, they were a big thing. And um, I know in the 70s, they, they, I think, are we covering a lot of 70s stuff here? Yeah, I mean, it's like just generalized talking about this kind of stuff. Mm. Like, if you're talking about horror in general, like EC was the high, the high life of horror. Right. But yeah. there was there was a boom in the 70s because the comic code really relaxed its standards on vampires and werewolves and right. ghouls and all that stuff. So once they relaxed the standards on that, Marvel created Morbius, looking vampire. And then Marvel created, well, didn't create, but Marvel put out Dracula with Tomb of Dracula. They put out Frankenstein. They put out Werewolf by Night. They put all, mm-hmm. all those books out. Um, I mean, they still had to follow the code where, you know, there's certain things they couldn't do. Like the bad guy wasn't supposed to win, but it was a book about Dracula where the bad guy was always trying to win. But in his book, there was a team, there was a team of people that was always thwarting him. But he was, you know, doing villainous things throughout the whole book. And you would think, how can Marvel sustain a book like that for, for you know past twelve issues? But they did. They went to like eighty four issues or something like that. They went wow. pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty impressive. It's really good too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you said you know the Tomb of Dracula, yeah. I was looking in the bins at the store, and the and the cheapest one you had had was like thirteen dollars. Yeah, mm. and that's not and like, right. But I went home and I'm like, I know I have some somewhere, and I had like the um, the Marvel Essential, um, yeah. the black and white comics of Doctor Strange. Yeah, oh. and and one of when one of the volumes they had uh, Tomb of Dracula forty four. Then it then it crossed over to Doctor Strange, uh, fourteen, mm-hmm. and then it went back to um, Dracula forty five, mm-hmm. and I mean it was sort of like like a like a trilogy story. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, it was Doc, pretty much Doctor Strange against Dracula. You were fighting over the Darkhold, right? No, Ooh, no, this hold. is this is the one. That was later on. Mm-hmm. This was when uh, Dracula killed Wong. Oh yeah, I remember the story. He he left he left Wong for dead in an alley, huh. and uh, apparently Wong was supposed to, to uh, after three days come back as a vampire. Right. But whereas right. Doctor Strange found his body, his essence, he put it in the eye of Agamotto is for say keeping till we can find a cure mm-hmm. and then he went then he went on a hunt to kill you know to get Dracula mm-hmm. lo and behold Dracula bests him kills Doctor Strange yeah well I guess before before he drained drained him of all his blood his astral his astral self was able to escape mm-hmm. right so now so now you got Steve even strange as as a spirit or a ghost, right? Haunting, haunting Dracula, <laughs> and then it got to the point where he Dracula was chasing was chasing Stephen Strange to a certain point to like he ended up chasing him to like uh, above the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. No, 
Atlantic Ocean because the story took place in Boston. Yeah. Mm. And but what it was, he's out in the middle of the ocean. The sun starts coming up. He's got nowhere to go. So, so he he has a high tail at back, and he, he makes it back, but he's so weak he can still. Uh, Stephen Strange can still use some of his magic in an astral form, mm-hmm. and he just like lit him up like a damn Christmas tree, <laughs> and and like melted him, melted him to the point where he, he fried him. Come uh-huh. to find out, it was nothing but a disguise. What? Because Dracula turned the mist while while uh-huh. it was working, while he was so he's still alive. Because like in Tomb of Tomb of Dracula. It only it was only like two or three pages like epilogue mm-hmm. from the story. It was only a really a two a two parter. Mm-hmm. It's like two two p- two pages left over from into issue forty five, and then it's then it picked up with a different story of uh, Blade versus Hannibal Hannibal King, mm-hmm. which was all right. But um, my question is, would Ghost Rider? In Swamp Thing, would that be considered horror comics, or would it be? I would say yeah. yes. Yeah, Ghost Rider was really in that same vein. Like you, you can even think that that Damien Hellstrom, the son of Satan, was in that. Man yeah. Thing was part yeah. of that. Yeah, Santana. Marvel. Uh, yeah, Satana. Santana. Santana. Satana. Satana. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a daughter, Frankenstein had a daughter, Lilith, or something. Um, giant. Dracula issue. And then on the DC side, you know, that Swamp Thing was for sure a horror book. Oh, yeah. And then they had House of, House of, House of Mysteries and all that stuff. Mm. Yeah, that reminds me. I started, I've, I've uh, been watching Swamp Thing on CW. What do you think? I like it. It's pretty interesting. I'll tell you I that like it's, gotten, it's gotten a lot of really good reviews um, on, on CW. Um, there wasn't a lot of shows to watch is one of the reasons, but yeah. they put them when they moved to CW during during the lockdown and there was no new shows. They got a lot of a lot of positive press. I don't know if they're going to pick it up again, but I'm pretty sure they will. Yeah, hopefully. So DC, DC also had like Ghosts, I Vampire. Yep. Yeah. Um, I Vampire. I've never read, but I always wanted to try and read it. Like the ghosts in the house of house of mysteries, they were like sort of like short stories. Yeah, like one or two stories an issue. Well, House of Mystery and House of Secrets was really um, an anthology book. So you know, they had Cain and Abel that were in charge of each house. Yeah, and, and to me, that's when that book really, really picked up. Because um, before House of Mystery, really, I don't think there was a House of Secrets, but House of Mystery was like where Martian Manhunter debuted. Uh, they did superhero stuff, and that, and that's uh, that's where House of Mystery is where um, Doom Patrol debuted. All that stuff. Oh, Metal really? Man, I think maybe no, Strange Adventures for Metal Man. <clears throat> Madam, Strange Madam, what was it? Madam Xanadu was yeah. it premiered from here? From there? No, Madam Xanadu. I have her first appearance. It's in um, Portal to Nightmare. That was oh. her book, hmm. and it only lasted issues. What about Black Orchid? She, mm. I wouldn't call her a horror book. But she, she, she first appeared in Adventure Comics. I have, I just, I just picked up her first appearance too. That book's sweet. It's very nice. I like the art. Mm. Um, yeah, during COVID, I was buying horror stuff that I wanted to get. 
I wanted to pick up some key House of Mystery stuff, but it's expensive. Yeah, I'm sure. That's it. That's a, the yeah, only House of Mystery I have. Go ahead. Uh, the only the only House of Mystery I have was from when it was in in the um the original Brave and the Bold. I one. love that book. That's a book. I have yes. that book. <laughs> That's a good book. <laughs> what was that? What was you say, Derek? Um, you lost it. What was I going to say? Yeah, I did. Oh no! I was gonna say the uh, the horse stuff is is always been pretty popular. Yeah, it's always other than other than superhero. Okay, I would have to say that the horror and and or the war stories mm. pretty much made up all of the comics. And then you get the cross. They would with have the they would tank. have like romance. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I could never really read that. That was uh, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I can't read Hot the Tank. But I did read I did read uh Weird War Tales. Yeah. I read that. I never read Sandra Rock, but I went back and read it about maybe five, six years ago. I got I got the same black and white reprint you're talking about, but the, the ones that DC were doing. And I got all the Sandra Rock show, stuff. Uh, showcase presents. Yeah. And all of that stuff is great. I never I, I I'm surprised I I never gave it a shot when I was a kid, but all the all the Sandra Rock was really good. Untold, the uh, unknown soldier was good. Um, our men at our army at war. Yeah, old war comics, uh, Bronze Age war war comics sell pretty good for us at the store too, which is neat. Hmm. Yeah, I got to reread this Doctor Strange and uh, Dracula crossover. I just brought it up on my Marvel Marvel uh, Unlimited app. I did read this a long time ago, but it's been a while. It's really good. And you guys Sounds like. Yeah, and you know when they started doing like crossovers with the superhero stuff, Dracula crossed over to Doctor Strange twice. He was in, he fought the X Men in an X Men yep. annual, mm-hmm. which is amazing. He also did. He also did uh, in a giant size Spider Man number one, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a pretty that was a good story. Yeah. Hmm. Then yeah. they had didn't they have the uh, Legion of Monsters? Yeah, but he yeah. wasn't in that. Each of the monsters was Ghost Rider, Iron Man, Thing, Werewolf by Night. Uh, wasn't Frankenstein in it? Yeah, no. It was the, Frankenstein the wasn't living, it. the Living Mummy. The Living Mummy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, remember when they turned the Punisher into a Frankenstein? Yes. Oh, yeah. Castle. Yeah, that joke was so cool. <laughs> it was so funny. To read. What the heck? I, I don't even remember how he got out of that. I don't either. I <laughs> Maybe don't they cloned either. his body. Maybe. Yeah. Stack <laughs> cloned his body for for for, for future reference. <laughs> I, I remember that was uh, that was Wolverine's that was Wolverine's son that cut him up. Yes. That was, yep. That was during back of the storyline. Frank Castle goes after him, and Wolverine's son just starts lopping off limbs. Yeah, <laughs> just dumps him into the sore. Like, what the heck? <laughs> he's gonna come back as an angel, or a black person, or a woman, and all the things that he's come back as. In the past. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, never been he, Frankenstein. Yeah, and he came back as Frankenstein, and, and wasn't he living in the sewers with the Monster Society or something like that? Yep. Yeah, he he would he teamed up with uh, what's his name amphibian. There's a there's mm. like a merman, not a merman. He's like a, like a, 
preacher from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. And you had, wasn't there like a Medusa type character? Maybe. I'm thinking of, I might be thinking of the creature commandos. Yeah. <laughs> creature commando had Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Medusa, uh, um, a, a vampire and a, and a robot because robots. Sir creatures. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> because robots. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They collected that into a trade. I got that, Paul. That's totally worth it. That's my recommendation to you this time. Don't throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll throw it away, just like I did that DC book. <laughs> so overall, I think I think horror books, the Marvel and the DC horror stuff is, is totally worth reading and something people should try and check out. Mm. And up more so, I think Tomb of Dracula is a gem. If people can get it, there's at least two trades out there. I've never read the magazines because Dracula was so popular that they actually gave him a black and white magazine. Oh wow! There's four. There's four in this in the essential, um, the black and whites. Yeah. There's four. There's four volumes of the of that of that particular book. You mean? Yeah, Tomb of yeah. Dracula. You know, the sad part is is that when Marvel started like. Realizing that Dracula sold super well for him, they would tell a story in Tomb of Dracula and then reference their magazine. So, mm. so I would get the trade and I would be like, oh, I got to read that. Where am I going to get this magazine from? But the thing is, is that the stories that they wrote were not, it wasn't important for you to go back and read it because most of them were like, I think the black and white books were, were tales that happened before he was resurrected in the, in the, in the present. So they were oh, like, oh, okay. if you want to find out what happened Back in 1892, uh, go back to that. <laughs> when he was prospecting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, it was really sad. You recommended this book. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Captain Carrot in it. <laughs> so I take yeah, it, you I actually. Like him in the 80s. I don't like him now. So, Dario, you actually like that book then? That Paul gave a one? No, a zero. Excuse me. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I mean, I've, 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 writ I've written, I've read almost every death metal book in crossover so far. Wow. And I, I am surprised that I've just enjoyed this whole ride. And I really think that the story of the talent in Justice League right now, mm. which is a side story with, with, uh, with Nightwing, Nightwing? Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice save, hey. Nice it's save. Got, it's, got, it's, got, it's got Nightwing. It's got Cyborg. It's got uh, Starfire. It's got Luther and Hawkgirl. And they're going to save Marshall Manhunter, who's fighting a, an evil Batman version of Marshall Manhunter. Um, it's awesome. It's just really fun. Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> Cyborg and Starfire were in space doing being part of that stupid Justice League Odyssey book, which uh -oh. I was really hoping would be good and wasn't. So yeah, they I had know. no idea what was going on on Earth. Like they were living a regular life, and then they beamed themselves to Earth. And the second they landed on Earth, they turned to death metal. So <laughs> like Starfire's got a got a mohawk. <laughs> Cyborg's all like got a goatee and jacket. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. So, Starfire turns into Storm. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> she does. Storm. 
And <laughs> that reminds me of the, uh, the 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 Teen Titans Go cartoon where they go <laughs> where they where they go to a world where uh, music rules and they get all they become very what do they call it rad they become very rad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> One of them's like, why can't we be like this all the time? Because that's too rad. Too rad. <laughs> too rad. <laughs> nice. Uh, <clears throat> so, anything else you guys wanted to cover? No, I don't think so. I mean, we were briefly, I don't know if Paul heard about it, but we briefly talked about John Buscema's, uh daughter got robbed and oh, yeah. someone's 40 pieces of his art. Who? John Buscema's daughter's got robbed and all, all the, like 40 pieces of his original art got stolen. That is crazy. It was original art for Conan, original art for, um, what did I say? Conan was a Spider-Man too. Uh, silver surfer. You oh yeah. Said, silver surfer. I don't remember what else she said. So we read that. And then, and then we, we were talking about, we were talking about uh, future state coming up, but that's basically it. Those are the things in my mind right now. Hmm. Anything else you wanted to, to bring up, Paul? Nope. Okay, good. Other than, <laughs> other than, other than Dario's lack of cation picks, no. <laughs> I could have told you to, I could have told you to read Phantom Starkiller, the guy whose name I don't remember. And you be consistent on your picks. <laughs> yeah. I would rather read that. The music makes it awesome. Awesome. Sure I like that. That is pretty cool. The ads. the ads are cool. I mean, that's what sold it to me. I'm going to get to Count Drago. Count Drago. <laughs> yeah, I remember his name. <laughs> You'll forget it soon. I'm probably going to have to tell John to order that because I'm sure he's probably not going to order it. No, just get it. I'll buy just, it. No, it's and then I'll just leave it on the shelf. People will love it. Phantom, <laughs> Phantom Starkiller. Get, get the whole thing. Oh, you said it's you know, only three books, right? Yeah, well, it's that, um, Cal Drago, and then I think one other book, and that's it. So. Yeah, there you go. He can, he can order that. No problem. Yeah. I'm going to mail away for the rubber mask. Read it while, <laughs> while, while reading the book. <laughs> With my iron-on t-shirt. <laughs> I want to see yeah. pictures of that. With your soundtrack playing in the background. Yes. <laughs> and right, if I'm going to make it happen. If you send it in to them, maybe you'll get a prize or something. Yeah, the prize. Just put my picture in a newsletter and be like, look at this freak. <laughs> I'm the biggest Phantom Star Killer fan. He's <laughs> running around in my backyard with a stick. In the <laughs> Jumping in the leaves. <laughs> oh, you, you can get you can go to you can go to Walmart and pick up the style. Pick up the Star Wars Black Saber. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and use that. <laughs> Do they have one? Yeah. Yep. Is it cool looking? No. No. It's, it's for cool. kids. Like, well, you know, I don't know. It could have been, a, it could have been the, the Black well, Series stuff. The Black no, Series. No, let, let's, let's, black, let's back it up a bit. All right. It's for kids and Derek. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Mike, and even that. I mean, Derek should pick it up. It might equal. It might equal all his chances with Newman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cat that plans to kill him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hell, I bet you we could write a story. We could write a comic book based on 
than that, and it'd be better than the goddamn death metal <laughs> DT crap. Oh, I feel so pained. That's all right. I'll recommend something good the next time you come to the store. Oh, boy. Find something. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it. Let's come back, number one. <laughs> you don't need to read it. I told you the whole story. Yeah, just go right <laughs> to number two. Are you going to keep reading that? I might have to. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. I don't know how long I'm going to read it for, but I want to see. I kind of feel like it's like watching a train wreck. I want to see just how bad <laughs> this guy can fuck up. <laughs> Apparently, he is. He, I know for a fact he's got x-ray vision, so you know he's going to use that bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. He may he may not have super strength. He doesn't, he doesn't know what powers he has yet. The lady's going to tell him. So I'm sure he'll be like, what? Mm-hmm. X-ray vision? <laughs> Oh, what can I do with this? Hey. <laughs> but maybe they'll have some really, really bad yeah. side effects he doesn't intend for. Yeah, he'll have like he'll probably have like he'll probably have like heat vision that way he can warm up his mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that well, there you go. Well, all right, guys, if there's nothing else, I guess that'll bring us to the end of the episode. Yep. All right. Hopefully, hopefully next month. Davio, I wish, Davio, I wish you, I wish you luck next month. I hope, like, Derek, like, actually gets reviews. Oh, he will. <laughs> well, this is the only time he didn't do it. Hey, I've been slacker. <laughs> We've all had our shot in, shot in the, in the, on the show of not reading. Yeah, that's something. true. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as always, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, it's always fun. And um, again, thank you to all to everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. And um, so, put that down. <laughs> Dario's showing off his Phantom Star Killer. Um. So. That'll be it for this month. So that means until Nightwing becomes too rad and turns into a sparkly vampire, that'll be it for us. Good night, everybody. See ya. Listen, you, I'm getting sick and tired of your Nightwing comments. (laughs) It's getting harder and harder to come up with. (laughs) Thank you for your cooperation. To contact the New England Society of Geeks, you can email us at nesogpod at gmail.com. That's N-E-S-O-G-Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast. That's N-E-S-O-G Podcast. Find us on Facebook on our New England Society of Geeks podcast page. Follow us on Instagram at Pod. That's N-E-S-O-G pod. Finally, if you could find it in your hearts, we would appreciate it if you could give us a rating or possibly a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you and good night. <laughs>